The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. As we come into round 21 of the 2023 NRL season, fantasy becomes do or die. For some coaches, it's about making sure that you're in the eight in your league. For others, it's about staying on top of the ladder or trying to overtake the leader. And for some, it's about not finishing in last place. Hello, it's another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Nick Callum and Riley joining you once again as we are heading in to round 21 of the fantasy competition. Boys, it is getting heated. Callum, how are you feeling? Feeling pretty good, mate. How long did that take you to write? Solid two hours, mate. (laughs) I made sure it was Channel 9 quality. I love that. Great intro from you. Yeah, no, going good. How about yourself? Going good. Hey, Nick. Riley, hello. What's it like being at the top of the ladder in your league? It's pretty good. Um, I haven't had this feeling before. So feeling quite good. Do you think you'll hold it for the rest of the year? That's the question. Well, yes, I'm going to win this week probably and I'm two wins in front, so I cannot be overtaken. All right. Well, let's talk about round 20 last week. We'll go through some individual performances. Cal, can we start off with you? I suppose so. Um not a bad week. I ended up scoring 837. Like most coaches, only uh, played 16. Um, but that's okay. It's okay. I still got the win. Um, I held Jake Simpkin, thinking he would get above his 10-point um, break even. However, he scored eight. So thank you very much, Jake. You are gone this week. Um, Munster did quite well. I bought in for feeder. Only managed 49, but that's fine. Uh, Ponga did quite well with a score of 80. I also bought in Joseph Suwali'i as a backup center wing or fullback option who will be sitting in my emergencies for the remainder of the season. Uh, he scored 29, which was all right. Um, Lemuelo bounced back 59 for me. Nico Hines ended up with 61. Bateman, 66. Grant, 62. Mofo, 52. It's fine. Tohu Harris, 31. A little bit disappointing, uh, but he was battling the flu and also I think he had a wrist injury or some other concern. So not a bad week. Uh, before we get into Nick, I was the only one in the league to get over 900, 931. Thank you very much. Insert applause sound effect in the podcast. Um, Harry Grant, 62. Mo Fodawaka, 52. IPAPS, 58. I uh, Captain Nico Hines. Uh, Mitchell Moses only got me 42. Uh, Mazu did really well. He was the reason I got to 900. He got 73. Kalen Ponga, 80. And Bateman, 66. And also, Isaiah Yo wasn't playing last minute. So I uh, had my first emergency, Piacora, 51. So that was quite handy. Um, Nick, how are you, mate? Yes, I'm good. Go on. <laughs> Round 20, how'd you go? Round 20, well, I had a win in a head-to-head league. I ended up playing with 14. <laughs> and uh, managed to score 865. So, you know, pretty decent effort with three players missing. Um, But as Callum said, most people had someone missing or two. But, yeah, I ended up having three missing, but that's all right. Um, I guess my biggest performer was my trade-in from the previous week, Isaac Tungo with 97. So that got me up there. Um, 
I had Pia Kura like yourself. I held Simkin like Callum. And I also had Brendan Hands 57 points, which was quite good. Um, and Lemuelo got 59, which was great for me. That time he did something. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, before we get into games and whatnot, love to thank the sponsors of the podcast, Harson Photography and Wolf Consulting and Risk. You can find both of those brands on uh, their respectable social media platforms or websites. Uh, before we get into teams and individual players, Nick, I believe that there has been an update on uh, dual positions. There has. There has been. And I can give you a list right now. Are you ready to go, Callum? This is breaking news. Yeah, because I haven't even heard this, so this is... Jaden Ockenbohr has got wing fullback and edge. (laughs) Braden Burns from the Bulldogs has got centre and wing fullback. Corey Waddell for the Bulldogs has got edge and mid. Kenny Bromwich from the Dolphins has got edge and mid. Cody Nicarima has now got half and wing fullback. Tau Tau Moga for the Dragons has got centre and wing fullback. Dylan Lucas from the Knights has got centre and edge. Tom Jenkins from Penrith has got centre and wing fullback. Corey Allen for the Roosters has got wing fullback and centre. Uh, Junior Pargo for the Roosters, centre and wing fullback. Ruben Garrick for Manly has now got wing fullback and centre. And the last one is... My player, Nelson Asafa Solomona from the Storm, Middle and Edge. So there's two Ooh. relevant fantasy players there who have actually had updates. <laughs> Correct, Any last danger <laughs> of giving Bateman a duel? If buddy, oh, that's unlucky for you, mate. You should have got Nelson. Nah, I'm right. So yeah, Besides, the two fantasy relevant is Garrick and uh, Garrick and Asafa Solomona. I'd say there. Yeah. Besides those two, do you boys um, have any thoughts on the other players as possible cash down options? No, I don't think so. No um, one in there. No one in there would be a would be a buy um, unless something happens to one of the Knights' edges, and then Dylan Lucas might be interesting. But that's probably it, I think. All right, beautiful. Uh, any questions you may have about your team? As um, mentioned before, it is starting to heat up in the league competition um please dm us on three blokes nrl fantasy podcast on facebook and also we're on instagram three blokes nrl fantasy just chuck us a message any questions you may have we'll try and help you out um let's start off with the dolphins boys because they have the buy this week callum so for owners of lemuelu what should we be doing after his 59 well i can tell you right now you'd be holding the bloke haven't you been saying all year he's a sell? No. Pins up. <laughs> so hold Lemuelu. Uh, what about Harrison Graham Callum? Um, look, this bloke's done quite well. Um, scores of 47-49 past two games when he's been starting at hooker. Um the key here is you want Jerry Marshall King to be out for a while, and from all reports, he might be. Um, there's talk saying that they, they might not rush him in. Um, if that's the case, then Harrison Graham's a pretty good cash-down option, um, and he could be a decent hooker uh, cover for the run home if you're not running to run with two uh, gun hookers. So I don't mind him as an option. It's obviously risky this week because 
Um, they don't have a team out as they have the buy, so we can't get a judge on where the players are at. Um, but I think he's a good cash and option next week. I'm sorry, Tabuai Fido, Nicholas, what do we do? Look, if you do have him, I personally think you should be looking to move him on. Um, he, if he's playing at centre, which he seems to be uh, with Cody Nicarima playing at fullback, um, I, he's, he's not um, a valuable asset to your team. And he's still got a bit of cash there. So 533K, you can move to a lot of decent guys, probably in the uh, centre position you're looking for. Um, or if or wing fullback, depending on your team setup. But um, yeah, if I if you had Hamaso, I would be selling him this week. Now another player um, that I was expecting to hear got a dual position, Valence Tafare on the wing as well. Has he always started in the wing, or is that just something that happened last week? He or he or he always has had a dual, hasn't he, Callum? He has. Yeah, he's already yeah. got centre winger fullback. He did not look like a winger on the weekend. Um, what do we do with him, Nick? Um, I would be selling as well on this. Um, he's made he's made the money that you need, and again, he's got enough cash there, probably, so you can move to someone that's decent um, in the center or the wing fullback, whatever you need. All right, beautiful. That is the Dolphins. As we move into the first game of round 21, it's going to be on Thursday and it's going to be the Dragons taking on the West Tigers. What a game to kick off the round. Uh, let's start off with the Dragons, Callum. Team changes. Fullback Tyrell Sloan and hooker Jacob Little return after picking up injuries prior to the bye while skipper Ben Hunt is back after missing round 19 on origin duty. Jack Bird has been recalled on the bench and Dan Russell will start in the back row in place of Ben murdoch Masilla who was out with a knee injury. Uh, let's kick off with Jack DeBellin, obviously one of the uh, top blokes in the Dragons side. How do you reckon he's going to come uh, this week, Callum, after having the bye last round? Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um, he's been playing big minutes and I think he will continue that trend. Um, he's probably the best forward to own from the Dragons and at the current period of time, I'd probably say the only forward you would want to own from the Dragons, maybe even the only player you'd want to own own from the Dragons. Um, but yeah, Jack's, Jack's fine. He is still a pickup if you're wanting to purchase him. Um, he's probably going to be one of those guns that you would want for the run home now, um, especially that the Dragons don't have any more buyers. Uh, Jack Bird. Yeah, this is a bit yuck, hey, Nick? Um, for those who have held on to him, which I think, Nick, is that you? What did you sell? No, mate. I held Reese Walsh instead of Jack Bird. That's right, yeah. Probably a smart decision now, looking at it. Um, Jack Bird, unfortunately, for those who have held on to him um, in a hope that he was going to retain that starting edge spot, um, he has been named on the bench. Um, I suppose the only upside here is that it's the first game, so um, it might change beforehand. And if that's the case, you could probably hold him. Uh, but at the moment, Dan Russell's in that starting spot with, I think it's, it's Billy Burns that's there as well or someone. Um, so unfortunately, if he's going to stay on the bench, you probably have to say, thanks, Jack. Goodbye. Nick, your thoughts on Zach Lomax. What do we do with him this week? Zach Lomax, well, let's have a look here. 598, wow. Yes, coming up for 91 and that buy. Um, to be honest, I think there's better center options. Um, so I would be trying to get to a few others. Now, I know 
Isaac Tungo for me, obviously, he went up 90K. So he was at he was at this price last week and went up 90k. So he's out of reach for a lot of people. So I guess if you are looking for a center, um Zach Lomax mightn't be a bad shout, to be honest. Um he has the the goal kicking, which helps. Um but as I said, there's a few better guys, like, but they're probably all more expensive than Lomax now. So it just depends on your budget. All right. Uh Nick. Amon, let's wrap up with Amon. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sort of not in the market for a half, um, but I mean he's got a low break even, so it's not a bad option. Um, the cash down option I was going with this week is not playing, so I have to look for someone else now. <laughs> um, it might be Amon. Um, or it might be someone else I'll mention later. He's not he's not a bad option. He's not a bad option. He's a little bit cheaper than Sandin Smith. I would have loved Sandin Smith a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I just didn't really have anyone to sell for him. So Amon's okay. I think he can do a little bit better, maybe. But if you need someone cheap, he is okay. All right, let's move on to their opponents. Uh the Tigers Callum team change is coming in this week. David Nofaluma is back on the wing, having recovered from a shoulder injury, and Dane Laurie is back in the number six jersey, pushing Will Smith to the reserves. Taylor De Silva gets another opportunity on the bench with Jake Simkin making way. Luke Brooks is at least another week away with his hamstring injury. Uh, decent performance in round 24. IPAPS 58. Uh, is he one of the edge players that you'd want in your team coming into the home stretch, Callum? Yeah, I think he can be um, someone that you can have as a keeper for the remainder of the season. Um, obviously, there was a few concerns with his 44 than 30 the previous um, two weeks before his 58 last week. Um, but, you know, for those who held, he's just showing you the faith. He can get those scores. Um, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if he was back on the left or the right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's fine just to continue to hold on to at the moment he's not going to get really much cheaper than what he's at currently i don't think so he's fine to hold for the remainder of the season the other decent edge option is uh john bateman been playing really well callum yeah unfortunately he hasn't got the jewel which is a little bit annoying um that's okay though he's been playing sensational of recent time 69 66 back-to-back weeks um he is probably the second best edge forward that you want behind David Fafita. Um, I think they're the the two guys that you need. Um, if you can't though, then obviously you know IPAPS is a fine substitute. But Bateman looks like the the better edge to own out of the two. If you have both, that's probably fine as well. Um, but yeah, Bateman, if you're in the market for an edge player and you already have Fafita, then I would be trying to get in Bateman. Nick, would you call coaches who held on to Jareem Buller uh, geniuses? Well, not really. He got a 15 and a 31 before last week, but... Um, last week. Well, yeah, I mean, most people that probably held Buller probably didn't even look at the team for the last three weeks. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you can call them geniuses if you want. Yeah, I, I didn't see the point holding him. Just because he's not a he's not a guy I think that you want in your top three wing fullbacks, if you're being honest with yourself. But some people might be struggling 
and can only get two gun wing fullbacks. And Jareem Buller might just be that guy that they had to hold on to. And he, he he's actually okay. It's just the Tigers are not very good. So it limits his attacking opportunities. But he does look good when they get down there. And he can save tries. He, he got, a, I think, a try saver or two here probably. Um, so, yeah. Um, he is fine, I think, to continue to hold now if you want to against the Dragons. Um, and when they get Luke Brooks back, I think it'll improve his his game a little bit. All right, we've got the Dragons taking on the Tigers to kick off round 21. I'm going flip a coin, don't you think? I'm going to go um, West Tigers here. Nick, who you got? I'm going to go Dragons. Callum? Flip a coin, but Dragon. All righty. We move on to Friday night footy. We've got the Warriors taking on the Raiders in New Zealand by the looks of things, Callum. So um, what's the team changes coming in for the Waz? For the Waz, you've got Marata Niakore returns from suspension and Bunty Afoa is back after missing round 20 with a concussion. Mitch Barnett and Tom Arle move to the bench and Josh Curran and Bailey Siernan make way. Dominant performance from the Warriors last... Week against the Sharks, 44-12. Did we see this coming? Yes. You did? Well, I tipped the Warriors. <laughs> um, Sean Johnson, he is proving to be uh, one of the best half positions in fantasy this year. Um, do you think it's a little bit too late to get him in, the t- in your team if you don't have him already? I don't think so. The run home's pretty good. Um if that means that doesn't mean I'm going to bring him in though, um, I don't think I can afford to, unfortunately. Unless there's any injuries to the current halves that I have in my side, um, but Sean Johnson's a great option. I think if you're in the market for a half, I'd be going Nathan Cleary first and Nico Hines, but SJ, I'd be getting him in. Uh, and you said a little bit earlier, Callum Tohu Harris, thirty-one, disappointing. Although he was playing with. What was it, a flu? Apparently, yeah, he had a, a bad flu. Um, I think I read somewhere. Um, he did look a little bit injured during the game as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure someone said it was a hand, wrist injury or elbow injury or something that um, he was battling as well. But apparently it was just a bad flu. That was a result of his limited minutes. Um, and he didn't have to play a lot of minutes at, because, as he said, they dominated that game and they could rest him. Um, so it was all right for the coach there but yeah tohu harris owners i've seen a few people wanting to sell him but i'd still be inclined just to hold for this week like he did this a couple of weeks ago and i was almost going to sell him i think he scored like a 38 and then the next week he scored a, a 60 which if he does that this week that's what his break even is so he'll just cancel out any um price um declines that's coming up for him so fingers crossed he gets back into it if not maybe look to sell uh next week because i think is next week the buy for the Warriors yes I think, I think yeah. you're correct there yeah you could sell him next week if, if he doesn't um, come out and perform this week righty uh Nick let's talk about Luke Metcalf well simple answer is I'm not interested in him but if you do well I'm not interested in a second fiddle half like obviously Sean Johnson's the main guy and Luke Metcalf's is the second guy and I think he's too highly priced, 513K, to be spending on a guy like that. Um, I was just going to say, if he, um, if you're an owner, though, you'd probably just hold this week. Oh, yeah, if you're an owner, you're, you're laughing. 
sell next week. Yeah. All right, their opponents are they're taking on the Raiders. Team changes, Callum. The Green Machine have received a triple boost with Josh Papali'i, Corey Horsburgh, and Pasami Solo all back. Atta Moriarty goes back to the bench after playing prop in round 19. Matt Frawley goes to 18th man. Peter Holler and Trey Mooney drop out. All right. Uh, Joey Tarpany, Nick, your boy. How's he going? Mate, he's going. He's going. I was going to sell him um, a few weeks ago, and, you know, he had a couple of good scores, so he's got a break even of 37 there. That is why I'm holding just so I can get maybe another price rise out of him or two before I move him on. Um, so for other owners, I would recommend doing the same, holding for this week, see how he goes, and then maybe transfer him to someone like mm, Nathan Cleary. Are you slightly concerned with um, Big Papa back in the side? Yes, I don't think Tarpany will score that well. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. As long as he gets more than 37, which I think he will. Yeah, definitely. He's a, he's a hold. And I think he's a hold just because, um, he'll make money. That's the yeah. only reason. But I mean, if you want to move him onto some other gun, um, and you want to do it this week, uh, that's okay as well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. What about the whores, Nick? Yeah. He's probably in the, Conversation for top three mids. Horse. Yes, big horse. Big red, I call him. Corey Horse, bro. Um, yeah, so he's definitely a guy you want in your team and you should not be selling him out. So keep him or get him. Beauty. Uh, Matt Timiko, Callum. Yes, Matthew has been doing quite well of recent times as well. One of your uh, players there, Riles, mm. 87, he scored for you the week that we didn't play, though. Um, mm-hmm. But that's all good because his break-even's at 10 now. He's still quite affordable at 5, 6, 7K. Um, I don't mind him. The Raiders run home isn't that bad either. So if you're in the market for a centre, then you can purchase. I th- I think he's a fine option for the run home. Beauty. What about Seb Chris Cow? Yeah, um, ideally you would have picked him up a couple of weeks ago where another podcast was alluding that he was a pickup. Um however, a lot of a lot of people laughed at them for that. Um three four three forty K now, so he's a little bit more expensive, but I don't think he's out of reach. He's got that winger fullback center jewel. Break evens at eight. I was looking at picking him up this week. Um, because I was actually trading in James Tedesco last week, but unfortunately Teddy wasn't named. So then I had to rearrange my team to try and fill at least 16 or 17 to ensure I had the uh the win in our league. Um and I went Joseph Suwali'i. So I don't mind if you guys said Chris, he can score a 21 with a try, which he did a few rounds ago. Um, but he his recent score is 50, and I think he's a fine option still as a cash down just to have in your emergencies as cover. We've got the Warriors taking on the Raiders in New Zealand for Friday night footy. Um, I've got to say the Raiders here, boys. Cal, who you got? I think I'm going to go the the Warrior. The Warrior. Okay. Nick? Yeah, I'm going to go New Zealand. It'll be a good game, though. That's definitely one to watch. Another good game to watch is the Rabbitohs taking on the Broncos. Should be a good one. Um, Rabbitohs, Callum, team changes. 
This would be an absolute poo slinger of a game. <laughs> Rabbit uh, yeah, up. funny one. <laughs> uh, huge boost for the Rabbits with fullback Latrell Mitchell back from his calf injury. Center Campbell Graham back from his sternum injury. And Jai Arrow also back from his ankle injury. This is followed with Cody Walker, Damian Cook, Keon Kalalamatangi, and Cameron Murray all returning as well after missing round 19 on origin duty. Blake Taff, Saliva Havili, Thomas Burgess all moved to the bench alongside Jacob Host, who returns from suspension. Looking like a strong side. Uh, let's talk about Cameron Murray. Cal, your thoughts? I think it's time to buy Cameron Murray if you're looking at um, a mid in this price range. Um, you could be inclined, if you're wanting to, to go Tohu Harris to him. It might be a, a direct swap next week. Um, I don't mind it at all if you're wanting to. Uh, we, he has scored quite well earlier in the season when Nick and I um, owned him, um, and then he dropped off a little bit, hence the reason why he's at that 654K price range. And considering he was the most expensive forward to start with this year, it's um, a bit of a fall from grace for him, and he can easily refund um, and recapture that form. But I, I think, yeah, he's, he, I don't think he's going to drop too much now in price because his break-even's at 50, and that's probably what he's going to score for the remainder of the season. Um so if, if you are wanting to get a mid around the 650 to 700 price range, I think he's probably one of the better options. Nick, is Tyrone Munro um, a decent cash down option? He was looking like it until he's not named now. So that's who I was bringing in. Yeah. It's annoying. And Calamori has him. Yeah. That's not good for you, mate. Not good. He's only at 280K. This was the week he was going to bump up about 50K, maybe. It's all right. I'll let someone else win our comp this year. I don't need to go back to back. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta slip out. You slip out of the eight, mate. <laughs> mate, I'm in the top four for the rest of the season. I'm not getting kicked out of the eight. Are you? Yeah, I'm already in it. Oh, that's because you got an easy run, easy yeah. draw. Be like, not, like John and Billy versus each other as well this week. So one or um, four, and I should, you know, go above one or the other. Oh, yes. Um, so Tyron Munro is an avoid. Now, if you have him, <laughs> I don't know. You're probably looking at maybe trying to, I don't know, try and sell him to someone, but there's probably not many options to go to. Um, but, you know, th- there are a few cheapies floating around. Um, we have mentioned a couple. They're a bit more expensive than Munro, but there's a few a bit later that we might talk about or I'll mention later. And we've uh, got Damian Cook. Do you still regard him, Callum, as one of the top hookers in the fantasy comp this year? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't think he is the top, obviously. We've had this discussion previously where we've got Harry Grant in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you, if you're wanting to pick up another hooker um, or if you can't get to Harry Grant, then Damian Cook's an all right option. Um, I, I just don't know if it's worth having um, two hookers in your team this year. If you can get away with just having one, um, that's the strategy I'm going to go with and just keep a couple of trades up my sleeve so then I can trade out Harrison Grant if anything happens to him. Yeah, Here's that's one. true. Do you think that Damien will um get to around 650, 600K? Uh, well, he's break-even 64. Um, he's got a tough matchup this week against the Bronx. He could drop slightly, but he's also got the troll back in the side, so that might help his attacking stats slightly. Um, Speaking of the troll, I know he's not in the, the run sheet here, lads, but the troll Mitchell... Thoughts on having him in your team? It's not bad. They've got a buy, though, coming up. So for head-to-head, it's a bit 
well, even for overall, it could be a little bit annoying, but he's probably going to be one of the better winger fullbacks for the run home. You agree, Nick? Yeah, I agree. Um, is the buy is in the grand final week, though, of head-to-head, so you've got to actually get to the grand final first. Maybe I should buy him then because I'm not getting there. Well, exactly. Like if you if you buy him and you do you do get there, well then hopefully you have a trade still. Um, however, he would have a high break even when he eighty eight. So yeah, I I would avoid Latrell this week with an eighty eight break even. Let him drop down price. Yeah. All right. With uh, let's move on to the Broncos. Callum team changes. Reese Walsh is available again after serving his suspension um, and he returns alongside fellow representative star Payne Haas, who was back on deck after time out with an ankle injury. Those additions mean Tristan Saylor drops back to the reserves. Corey Jensen reverts to the bench um, after he started prop last week and Keenan Palacio retains the starting prop role. Um, after being rested after Origin 3, Patrick Carrigan is also back at lock. Halfback Adam Reynolds is named to play despite picking up a wrist concern in last week's win over the Bulldogs. All right, let's start off with Payne Haas. Um, do you think that he is someone that we need to bring back into our team? If Like we took your advice last week, Cal, of um, getting Payne Haas out of your team to bring in someone else. Do you think it's now time to bring him back in? No. No, ideally you would have brought in someone who is decent. Obviously, Payne's going to be quite good. Um, but I also mentioned this last week that he came back from an injury last year and he didn't have the same output in regard to his fantasy scoring. So that could uh, be the case again um, for the remainder of the season and he might get managed a little bit here. So, so then he's right for the run home for the Broncos in the finals because they'll definitely be playing finals football, um, which is disgusting. But... Anyway, um, I would just be I, – I wouldn't be buying him, I don't think. I I wouldn't be buying him. They've, they've got a buy as well coming up, so. Yeah. He's what, still uh, a big that, one to buy, so. Do you think that's a similar story for Pat Carrigan, Nick? Pat Carrigan is a better option than Payne Art, in my opinion, at this point in time. Um. I think the Broncos will rely on him more um, in these in these tougher games. And Haas with the injury, more likely Haas will get less minutes than Carrigan. So I think Carrigan will pick up that slack, which therefore will mean he should score higher in fantasy. Um, however, he is a bit inconsistent compared to Payne Haas. Um, I do recall that game, though, against Penrith when we went and watched Cal, he didn't carry and get like a ton, Nelly. So he enjoyed yeah. tougher matchups, obviously. He got like 60 tackles or something ridiculous. And he's yeah, 40. I feel, yeah. I feel like. He was um, on the edge as well against the Dolphins. I'm pretty sure it was, wasn't it? Yeah, he played the do- against the Dolphins on the edge. So that's a bit of a low score. So he's got a high break even this week. So you can afford to um, just have a look again. But I think with the tougher matchups that the Broncos are having now in these last six games you could possibly look to pick him up if you want. Um, they have a buy in round 25, yeah. which is the semifinals for head, most head-to-head leagues. Yeah. So you just got to keep that in mind. Do you think it was a one-off score for uh, Brendan Piacora, Cal, of 51? Um, no, not really. Like he set up a try and scored a try, so um, his points were 
inflated by that. Um, I don't. I, I wouldn't be buying him now. He's too expensive at this point of the season. There's no point really bringing in um, someone around that price when you can look to go a bit cheaper. Um, but if if there's no if there's no one else that you like, then you can still buy him. But I just wouldn't be doing it at this point of the season. Have we heard anything about um, Adam Reynolds with his injury? I haven't heard anything. Um, he's been named though, so I'm assuming he'll play. Um, but yeah, I haven't haven't had any updates come through. Maybe Nick has with his sources. I've heard that he'll play. There you go. You've heard Good it here first. Good Nick. Um, Rabbitohs Broncos being played in Sydney. I've got the rabbits here. They've got a pretty strong looking team. Cal, who you got? Yeah, it's going to be close, I reckon. Um, Jeez. Yeah, rabbit. Nick. Look, you know, I can't tip against the boys and they got the job done here last year down in down in Sydney. So against the rabbits. So I'm going to tip the Bronx again. Beauty. All right. We move on to Saturday footy. And we've got the Titans taking on the Roosters. Another blockbuster. Uh, this one is being played in the Gold Coast Cow. So Titans team changes. Obviously, Tino Fa'asur Malawi will miss the next three games after taking an early guilty plea to a shoulder charge on Regan Campbell-Gillard. That means Isaac Liu will play prop and Aaron Clark will start at lock. Maroons representative AJ Brimson returns to the number one jersey after being rested on Sunday, so Jaden Campbell reverts to an impact role off the bench. Joe Stimson returns via the bench after missing the Eels game due to a concussion. Um, that means Cleese Hass keeps his starting edge spot. All right, let's start off with David Fafida. In our opinions, the number one edge position in fantasy this year. Um, do you think that's still the case though, Nick? Do you think that if you want to be uh, going to win your rep- um, you know, your league in fantasy that you need to have David Fafida in your team? I think you do. I think you do. Um he didn't do a lot and got 49 from what I have been told. So, yeah, I think he's he's someone you need. He's not going to get a lot cheaper, I don't think. You know, he might have one more price decrease and then you're sort of flatten out and that's about it. So if it's not this week, it must be next week for you to get David. Uh, obviously, Cal mentioned before that Tino Fa'asulamala Awi is uh, suspended for three weeks. So does this mean if you're a coach, you got to sell him ASAP and we're not looking to get him in at all? Yes. All right, beautiful. Given the flick, I was looking at maybe bringing him in, but not anymore. What about Mo Fodawaka as a mid-option, Callum? Well, I think Tino being out is probably going to just help Mo and his owners. I think Mo's going to have to carry a lot of the workload with the forwards there. Now he is the main forward now. Um, so they'll be looking at him to take a lot of the hard hit-ups. He does that anyway, but I think he'll probably be running a lot more. That means more points. Um, he might have more opportunities then to offload the ball, which also equals more points. Um, so fingers crossed he'll continue having a big-minute role, which he has done anyway for this season. Um, but his workload will just go up that little bit more over the next three weeks, and um, he can score quite well for those who are owners um, I wouldn't probably pick him up, though, still. I think there's other mid-options who can score a bit better than Mo. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's good for those who are already owners. You just hold. And a bloke who can't score a field goal to save his life, Tanner Boyd, is it time to give him the flick, Nick? No, I don't think so, really, to be honest. Hold him. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a good he's a good backup hooker and a backup half, in my opinion. So um, unless you're moving to a, an out-and-out gun, um, if you know, I would accept you trading him to someone that you know is the top three in their position. So if you're moving to someone who's top three mid or top three edge or a top three half or a top three wing fullback, then trade Tanner Boyd out. But if not, um, I probably would hold if I still had him. All right. Uh, we move on to mention. Yeah. Sorry, Ross. Before we move on, um, Aaron Clark. Just thought I'd mention him because he's starting a lock now. Um, three six seven k. He's got the hooker middle jewel breaking at eighteen. Past three scores: thirty three from twenty five, forty six from forty four, twenty five from forty two. So that last game wasn't great, but his PPM's not too bad, especially when he plays in the middle. We saw what he did last year when he um, covered Tino. Uh, when he was, um, I don't know if he was injured last year for a little bit, um, but Aaron Clark played quite well during that time. Is he at an affordable price range, Nick, to bring him in as cover for the next three weeks and maybe just to keep there for the rest of the season? He's a little bit more expensive than I'd like, but mm. um, it, he's going to be there for three weeks. So um, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I don't, I don't think it's a bad option either. Yeah, I think... What's his break even? Sorry? 18. Oh, okay. So that's good. Yeah. He'll make some um, money. He should make some money, yeah. I was looking at another Titans player actually quickly. Yeah. I think, so I think Aaron Clark's a good good option if you can afford him. If you can somehow get him just in one trade, you know. I'm trading at Simkin, so I think I can do Simkin to him. Well, I can do Simkin to him, but I was looking at a downgrade for Simkin. How about Jacob Arlick? Is he on the bench? He's on the bench. Yeah. So he's got a what's, negative. What's bench? They've got Campbell. Is Randall on the bench still? I'll just I'll bring it up for you here. It's yep, Randall and Jacob Campbell. No, Jane Campbell. Yeah. Stimson. Joe Simpson. Uh, Joe Stimson and Jacob Alec. That's an interesting bench. I know Randall's been playing in the middle. In fact, he might be a bad option. Um he might split yeah. the role with Aaron Clark a bit. Yeah, so the only reason I brought up this um brought up Jacob Arlick because he's got a negative eleven break even. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like he's he's probably more of a chance for, well maybe not more of a chance, but he's quick cash this week. He is this week. Yeah. Whereas Aaron Clark might be more cash over the three week period. Yeah. Do they have anyone else who's out that can take his spot? Is there anyone in listed amongst the extended reserves there? Um, they've got Isaac Fasua Malawi and Cruz Leeming that I've, I know I've played before. Yeah, so he's obviously in favour of them at the moment. Yeah, he's not, he's, I suppose he's not a bad option. There's probably some risk though. You probably want ideally more than I'd say what six or seven trades remaining to be able to do the move. Yeah, to be able to sell him out again. Yeah, maybe even more trades, but yeah, it's a quick quick cash grab. So the Titans are taking on the Roosters' Callum. Team change is coming in for them. James Tedesco is named at fullback after he was rested in round 20. This means Joseph Manu moves to the centres and Joseph Suali'i shifts back to the wing. 
Junior Ponga is the man to make way. Jake Turpin retains a starting hooker role with Brandon Smith set to come off the bench again after making his injury return last week. Terrell May is the new face on the bench after White suffered a knee injury in the loss to the Storm. What do we do with James Tedesco, Nick? Mate, he's a gun. Come on. Do you have him? I have him. I don't have him. I have him now. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have him, so you're trading him in this week. Correct. Well, I have him, so I'm keeping. I'm holding, obviously. Um, If you do not have him and you're looking at wing fullbacks, it's actually the wing fullback position is quite interesting at the moment. I'm really loving it. So you've got Scott Drinkwater all the way up at 818K. <laughs> and then you've got a bit of a gap and you've got Latrell, Joseph Manu. I'm going to put him in center category though. So he's out. So you've got Latrell. Kalen Pogner's now at 701. You've got Greg Marzu at 700. <laughs> and then you've got Ruben Garrick. James Tedesco all the way down at 650 and Reese Walsh 641. And Dylan Edwards all the way down at 583. <laughs> so there's a lot of different people here. I think Tedesco is a pretty decent option. However, I would be bringing in Dylan Edwards over James Tedesco if you don't have Dylan Edwards. That's just my personal opinion. And he's cheaper as well. Yes, a lot cheaper. All right. Uh, Let's go Joey Manu, Nick. Joey Manu, I think, is the best center to have. Hmm. Um. But he's the most expensive center, so yeah, it might you might be struggling to get him. He's obviously a hold for the rest of the year for everyone who's got him. But if you don't have Joseph Manu, it would be great to have him with that center wing fullback. But you mightn't be able to get him, so you might have to look at some other options there, some cheaper ones. We mentioned before there was Lomax. I think Callum was in, well, liked Timiko, which I don't really like Timiko as much, but you know that's a conversation for another time. Um, I don't mind. Yeah, Ruben Garrick is okay. We'll see how Campbell Graham goes. I wouldn't mind having a look at him again. Uh, yeah, but there's not a lot of options there. It's a bit barren. Ruben Garrick's a bit cheaper. As we said, Lomax or Timiko, if you can't get two, Manu. Send him Smith. Cal, let's go over to you. Yep, he's in my team. Um, Not a person I'm going to be playing or scoring in my team, um, but he's still there making money. So I'm happy with him with that break, even at four. Um, still no sign of Sam Walker, I don't believe. So um, he was, he was on the sideline watching, but he was, yeah. But I just, I don't think he's going to be back. Maybe I don't even know if he's going to be back for the, any, any, any games this season. Um, but look, Sandon Smith, if you're an owner, you're just holding this week, I believe. Um, hoping he can score reasonably well. He could do against the Titans. I'm not saying Titans are a bad team, but they might leak some points to the Roosters. Um, if that's the case, he would expect Smith to do all right. I just want to double-check one thing. Mm. I don't think he was goal-kicking last week. So who was goal-kicking? No, Joseph Suley. Joseph he had the job back. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm hoping he'll score a 40. If he does, then he should go up another 40K um, and his break-in will still be reasonable next week. So you could probably hold him for the next maybe two or three weeks. Um, I probably, I think my plan currently is just to hold until our head-to-head finals start and then I might cash down and then 
go all out and just tr- so I can try to make the preliminary final and have a week off. Um, but I, yeah, Sandon Smith is a fine option just to continue holding on to at the moment. Surely Nat Butch is going to bounce back this week, Callum. I hope so. Um, I really do. I'm still looking at him potentially as an option to bring in for the run home because he's got that duel. Mm. Um, and you know, last week it wasn't great. That that whole game really wasn't great for any Roosters players. Um, not even really for Melbourne Storm players. It was a little bit weird for fantasy, um, probably because it was so close for um, that period of time. Um, but yeah, I, I think Nat will bounce back, and I still think he's a all right option if you want to bring him in. All right, uh, Titans playing in the Gold Coast against the Roosters. I can't not say Titans. I'm going to go Titans, Nick. I'm going to go Roosters, but that's because Tino's out. I feel, um, yeah, Roosters might be might get over the line. Cal, your thoughts? I think Rooster, um, but it wouldn't surprise me if Titans win. I'm, and I'm saying that with a straight face. He's got a serious face on. And then I smile to see as you look at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, next game on Saturday, we've got the Knights taking on the Melbourne Storm. Uh, let's start off with the Newcastle Callum team changes. <laughs> Dan Gagai returns from the foot injury that has sidelined him since round 17. He replaces Anari Chuala in the only change to the team that rolled over West Tigers last round. Good score from Kalen Ponga. So he's had a 92. They had the bye two weeks ago and then an 80. Uh, surely he's got to be in the top three wing fullbacks to have in your team, Nick. Yes, I agree. And he's still pretty reasonable price um, that you can get if you don't um, have him already, 701K. So if you were to get him, if you don't have him, this week would have to be it, you think? Uh, yes, but, you know, versing Storm. So he's probably not going to have a great, you know, high scoring a game, in my personal opinion, because that 92 was that against the Bulldogs when they flogged him 66 nil. I'm assuming, just yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. And then 80 last week, they were putting on tries galore at one point there. So, um, Kalen Ponga, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a down week for him. So, they are playing in Newcastle, though, which I think always does justice for teams. Yes, I agree. But, yeah. Um, I, yeah, Kalen Ponga needs to be in your team probably. Um, but you don't have to do it this week if, you do, if you're – if you, if you can't get him in this week, it's okay. Next week will be fine, I think. All right, beautiful. Uh, Callum, Adam Elliott. Adam Elliott. He is a decent option. I mentioned last week he scored 46. I think he is a fine 18th man. At that price, I think he's a good pickup 18th man. I wouldn't be having him in my 17, but I think he could be an 18th man option for the run home. Because there's no more buys for the Knights, and he's quite affordable. Greg Marzu, absolute gun at fantasy. Yep, I had this trade locked in last week. I was decided not to go James Tedesco, and I actually had Marzu in for at least one day in my fantasy side, and then I went, "Oh no, I'll, I'll back Teddy," and then Teddy wasn't named, and then I didn't get Marzu in because I didn't want to spend the extra money so then I can try to get in other players later. Um, but yeah, Marzu, he is the best averaging winger fullback, I believe, still. Um, 
and he's he just breaks heaps of tackles, scores tries, um, has a lot of run meters. So he's he's just a a good player to own. Um, like Kalen Ponga though, with like like Nick said, I believe he'll probably have a lower score this week. I, don't, I can't see Marzu scoring over fifty. Um, but that's fine if you're an owner because he'll bounce back. I think the Knights have a few all right matchups for the run home, so there's no need to stress. Nick, your thoughts on Tyson Frizzell coming into the pointing end of the fantasy season? Great edge option if you need an edge. Uh, yeah, I I think he's better than IPAPs, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Don't have either of them, so I'd be going Tyson Frizzell. All right, the Knights taking on the Melbourne Storm, Callum. Any team changes coming in for this for them this week? Um, Marion Marion Seve's return from a jaw injury in Queensland Cup on Saturday. Uh, he's listed amongst the reserves, but Craig Bellamy has stuck with the same seventeen that got the job done against the Roosters. Um, Alec McDonald retains his spot on the bench over Bronson Garlic, who's eighteenth man. Obviously, you need to have Harry Grant in your team to perform well in fantasy. Um, as your hooker position. So we don't really need to mention anything there, lads. What about Cameron Munster in the half position, Callum? Yep, I'm an owner. Um, it was quite good last week, that 58. Um, I still think he's a good option. He'll probably get a nice score this week. Um, so, yeah, if, if you want to get a half, I think he's a great option. And the man with now the dual position, Nelson Asafa Solomona. Nicholas. Big Nelson. He's back. Um, yeah, that dual position, I guess, helps me a little bit um, just in case there's injuries or something in my team. But I'm not planning on holding Nelson very long anyway. Um, I'm going to hold him this week, I think, just because he's on the edge again. He's versing Newcastle, which, you know, they might they might be able to score a couple of tries or he might be able to make a few more breaks. Um so I'm just going to hold him, I think, at this point and uh, just assess how he goes. Um, if he doesn't perform as well this week, again, I can just move him on next week. We've got the Knights taking on the Storm. You know what? I'm going to go Knights this game. Nick, who you got? I'm going the Melbourne Storms. Tell them. Storms. I mean, you're giving me a look like, you know, come on, Riles. You Weird feeling things okay? have happened this season. Just saying. Are you feeling okay? I'm fine. Okay. I mean, I'm out of the eight, so I'm a little bit stressed, and I'm taking on a pretty decent player this week. So, yeah, I'm a little bit stressed. But, no, nah, I've got nights getting over the storm this week. Um, We finish off Saturday footy with an absolute blockbuster. I think this might potentially be the game of the week. The Cowboys taking on the Eels. This one's being played in North Queensland, Callum. So, team change is coming in for the boys. Todd Payton goes with the same 17 that took care of business against Manly. Um, <laughs> Reuben Cotter has been named, though, to start, and Jake Granville goes to the bench. Uh, that's pretty much the only change. Um, Hillam Lukey, though, looks like he might be back next week from his facial fracture, but that's not really fantasy relevant. Nick, Scotty Drinkwater. the uh, I believe you mentioned it before. He is the um, highest priced um, wing fullback in fantasy um, at the moment. So does this indicate that you need to have Scotty Drinkwater in your team? I mean, no. (laughs) Personally, no. 
okay? Um, it frustrates me because there was a point in time where people were like, oh, why did, why did I buy Scott Drinkwater? He's not doing very well. And then there was that one game he was on like 20-something points and then scored like two tries right at the end of the game and got just over 50. And then ever since then, he's gone on a, a tear, a tear up really. But so have the Cowboys. Um I feel like when they face some tougher teams that drink water might not get those really high scores that he's he's had against those those teams. So I think at 818's a little bit high to try and chase him at that high of a price for a wing fullback where he can get similar production, maybe not as good as Scott Drinkwater, but he can get similar production from Dylan Edwards, James Tedesco, um, Kalen Ponga. You know, there's people in that bright price bracket that are 150k less than him or 200k less than him that can be similar to him and plus they have a buy in round 24 so what you're saying is coaches who don't own him don't go out of your way to purchase someone that high price i don't think so as an owner you're keeping him obviously yeah all right valentine holmes callum one of the better scoring centers in the game currently. Um, it's pretty much because he kicks goals for the Cowboys who have been scoring points. Um, but yeah, he's he's quite good. If you're an owner, you're holding. But as Nick said, with Scott Drinkwater with that price, being 709k in the centers, I don't think you should be spending that much money when there's people that have a similar output and can score better some weeks. So I wouldn't be buying, but if you're an owner, I'd be holding for sure until the buy. And your boy, Ruben Cotacal. Yep. Another high break even. 66 this week. He could be below 500K next week, um, which is very, very interesting because he could be someone for your 18th man position if he gets back to scoring and playing big minutes at lock. Um, so this week will be a test. Um, just just got to keep in mind, obviously, if you do bring him in, then um, they have the buy coming up. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be bringing him in this week. You just got to wait and see how he goes back in the starting side. They're taking on the Eels. Um, any changes coming in this week, Cal? Um, Four-game ban handed to prop Regan Campbell-Gillard sees Ophahiggy Ogden start at prop for the fourth time this season. Winger Mike Acevo has been named pending his ap- um, appearance at the judiciary on Tuesday night where he is challenging the grading of a careless high tackle charge. Um, should Sivo be suspended, it looks like Wonga Blake or Hayes Dunster will come into the side. All right, let's start off with Mitch Moses. Pretty disappointing score from such a high-placed halfback in the competition, not just fantasy, but also, you know, the NRL comp. Um, for Mitch Moses owners, do you think that this could be a potential um, trade from him to Nathan Cleary, Callum? I mean, you could. Um, I still think Mitchell Moses is a hold. Nick, do you think he's a hold or would you be moving to Nathan Cleary if you had the funds? Not this week. No. How do you reckon he's going to score against the Cowboys, though? Um, let's have a look at his past three scores that he has had against the Cowboys. Well, if it's in North Queensland, while Cullen's getting that, it'll probably be dry and pretty fast. Although it is at night, um, I think it'll be fine for Mitch Moses. I think he'll do fine this week. He was backing up from Origin last week, so last three scores. His most recent was seventy-three, then a twenty-two, then a sixty-nine. 
So I, I think that 22 was when they played, um, was it in the Northern Territory or something? They played, they played the Broncos there this year instead. I don't know where they played. Um, but yeah, anyway, the, the Cowboys pumped them last year in that game, I'm pretty sure. So I, I think it's fine to hold Moses. All right. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood, he's still scoring very, very well, Nick. Yes. Someone someone I might like to try and purchase as a luxury purchase. <laughs> um, with um, RCG being out for four weeks, I think Hopgood is going to have to play those big minutes um, like he has been anyway. So... Yeah, he's and he's got the middle and edge duel as well. So, you know, ticks all the boxes. Um, that Paramount, I do have that by in oh, that's the last round, round 27. So it doesn't affect head to head, just overall. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good, you know, Paramount players are good to go. Uh, your thoughts on Ryan Madison then, Nick? What a flop. <laughs> Absolute flop. Do you still have him, Cal? No, but I, oh. I think I think it's um Campbell Gillard being out is gonna help him. It it should help him, but will it? I think it will. Okay. So would you purchase then? I would wait and see if it does help this week and see how he goes with the minutes and then look at next week because his break even's at fifty five. He'll probably score around that if he um goes up. And mm. he's at an affordable price range now, six four six. So and he's got the jewel as well. I think for me. Um, unless you want him as your edge. I think for me, as, as a middle, if you want a middle backup, I think Ruben Cotter is much safer with a lot cheaper, and I think Cameron Murray is a lot safer at the same price. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go Murray over Madison definitely for this week. Yeah. Brendan Hands, Callum. Yep, he's going to have the position for the rest of the season because Hodgson is out. So congratulations to people who picked him up. Nick's got a cheeky smile on his face, the damn so-and-so. But anyway... Uh, Brennan Hands, you could still bring him in. Um, he is a little bit more expensive now, but the news coming out that, you know, Hodgson's not going to be there, it's just great news for Hands owners and for his fantasy prospects. So you could bring him in. Um, I wouldn't want to rely upon him, though, as a scorer in your 17 if you can avoid it. Uh, so he could be someone you could have as your 18th with the hooker and half jewel, doesn't he, Nick? Yes, hooker yes, and half. So that's it's quite good to have someone with those positions, especially hooker. Um, so if you wanted to get him still, then that's fine. And Will Penicini, your thoughts, Callum? Bounce back last week, as I thought he would with Mitchell Moses back in that side. Um, 43 with a try, though. It's not fantastic, but it is, it's all right for a center. Um, I'd still look at him potentially. Um, out of the likes of Lomax, Penicini, and also Marco. Uh, yeah, I'd probably put Penicini. I'd probably go Lomax, Penicini, and then Timiko, but it's pretty much depends who you prefer watching with Penicini and Timiko. Depends what team you want to follow, but I'd probably put Lomax in front of them, to be fair. Cowboys taking on the Eels. This one is being played in North Queensland. I've got the Cowboys. Cal, who you got? Cowboy. What about you, Nick? Cowgirl. Yeehaw. Beauty. All right, we move on to Sunday footy with the Panthers taking on the Bulldogs. This one's being played in Penrith. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, Callum, team changes, if any. Of, of course, Nathan Cleary is back in the team. Just before we get into that, I just want to have a look at something respectfully. Um, gamble responsibly. However, the Bulldogs are paying $12.50. Oh, my. <laughs> They're shit. Um, anyway, Panthers... Um, they've... respectfully, you can't respectfully. They're shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's gonna be a struggle for them, the poor buggers. Anyway, um, as you mentioned, Riley Nathan Cleary it returns at uh halfback after he's missed five games with a hamstring injury. Uh, Stephen Crichton, Brian To'o, Liam Martin, and Isaiah Yo are also back after they were rested uh for the Dolphins game last week. Zach Hosking goes back to the bench, Jermaine Salmon drops out. Jack Cogger is the new 18th man. All right. Here is the question of the week. Nathan Cleary, do we get him in our team if we don't have him? Yes or no, Nicholas? Not this week. Hold your Against the Bulldogs. I would still say no. Okay. I agree. Not with a break, even 101. He can probably get that against the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. He could probably Um, get it. But... I'd say no as well. Wait a week. Interesting. All right. Uh, Dylan Edwards. Nick, you've been um, giving him really high praise this episode. Mm, I have. Do you have him in your team? No, I don't. Are you going to get him in your team? Uh, Not this week, but possibly could be a guy I bring in just so I have an, you know, cause I need another wing fullback eventually, eventually, pro- probably eventually, you know, and then just choose who I want to put on my bench, you know, each week. Um, so I could, I could bring in Dylan Edwards. I have a surplus of mids in my team at the moment. So, yeah. Do you think for coaches who are looking for a wing fullback that Dylan Edwards is the go-to player? He he, I like him. I like him as an option. I know he's had two really bad weeks. Nathan Cleary hasn't been there. I don't know who they've played, but it doesn't really matter because when Nathan Cleary's back in the team, I feel like Dylan Edwards just will will click a bit more with him since with the experience that they have playing together. And Penrith have a couple of harder games coming out. Obviously not this game, but those tougher games, he always takes those big runs. Uh, gets those high running meters. So, yeah, I think he's a decent option. All right. Uh, it was disappointing to see that Isaiah Yo was named originally, but when it got to game day, he just wasn't playing cow. This um, obviously had a lot of impact on owners. Yeah, it wasn't great, um, especially if he didn't have any backup like myself and had to play with 16. Um, but that's fine. Um, Isaiah Yo, he's just going to be the probably maybe the best mid to have for the run home, I think. Um, Cleary's back in the side now, which I think will help his scoring as well. Um, but he's just sold. You know what you're going to get. That 40 that he got against, who was it? Melbourne Storm, I think, was the last time he played against. Um, don't worry about it. I was a little bit annoyed at the time. But Isaiah Yo, he's still a pickup and a good option to have in your team for the run home. And Cal, uh, let's finish off with the MVP from last week's performance from the Panthers. Yeah, Isaac Tungo. So this is another thing that I did last week. Um, when Teddy wasn't named, I then decided to go, what happens if I go Manu into my wing of fullbacks and put Tungo into my centres? Um, but, you know, went against it. And 
The bloke came out and scored 97, of course. Um, so I just want to say you're welcome to everyone. Um, it's probably because of me. And, just so be- be- and because of nothing else. It's only because of me. Um, <laughs> but look, he's he's been killing it. Seriously. We identified him as a pickup. Um, Nick got him in. And hats off to you, mate. Um, break even's at one, so he's going to go up. He's going to be really, really expensive next week. Nathan Cleary's back, though. And with Nathan Cleary in the side, Isaac Tungo does not score as well. So it is a little bit concerning, but I still think he's someone that you can have as a keeper center because some weeks he will score high. And he's in he's in good form, so he might just continue this trend that he's on because he's just getting heaps of tackle breaks, heaps of attacking stats, and they might just be getting him the ball because he's been an attacking weapon for him. All right, let's talk about their opponents this week. The Bulldogs paying quite nicely, as mentioned before by Callum, gamble responsibly. Um, let's talk about any team changes, Callum. Carl Flanagan takes over at halfback uh, from Toby Sexton, who is out after suffering a head knock last week. Paul Alamotti comes in at centre for Braden Burns, who is out with an abdominal injury. Harrison Edwards has been added to the bench. Viliama Kickout is listed amongst the reserves as he nears a return from his pectoral injury that has sidelined him since round four. Josh Adokar is also on the reserves list as he recovers from a hamstring injury suffered in Origin 3. All right, we'll try and get through the Bulldogs a little bit quickly. Uh, Nick, Jacob Preston. Hold him, if you still have him. I think he's... um... A really decent edge. He's been really good for the Bulldogs. Um, I don't see a reason why you should be trading him out, really, depending on what other edges, obviously, you have in your team. If you have David Fafita and, you know, John Bateman already, well, then maybe, yeah, maybe you can move Preston, but I would keep him. Might be one to sell when they have the buy coming up, maybe. Yeah. All right, Nick, uh, let's stick with you. Blake Wilson. What's his price? 325? I mean, it's okay. Okay, is, is he just being fullback? Sorry, Callum. I don't, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind if you want to bring him in. To be honest, um, yeah. Obviously, that bias coming coming up is going to affect them. Plus, they're playing Penrith, so will he make a lot of cash quickly compared to some other guys we already talked about earlier? Probably not. Mm. Um, so just keep that in mind with uh, Wilson. There, he's at three two five k. So probably not for me, but. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Max King. Callum, he's uh, been averaging pretty decently for his price range the last three games, 40, 49, and 46. Is he an option, potentially? Yeah, like, he's been doing quite well. He's been getting more minutes. Um, I don't know, when Nick and I had a phone call last week um, before the round started, uh, we were both maybe looking at him as an option. Um, But I... Yeah, I don't mind it. Like, but I only want him as an 18th man, really. Like, I I wouldn't want to rely upon him every week. But his scores aren't that bad. So if you do run out of trades and he is your 18th man, and you can put him in on your bench or even in the starting mids, he'll still score reasonably right. So he's he's at a discount as well from what he started at, and I I think yeah, he, you could still buy him, um, but there might be better options. What about Jake Avarillo, Callum? Um, scored was it two tries I think against the Bronx last week for that forty nine. Um, 
not bad. Center wing a fullback. 3-8-2 now. Ideally, you would have picked him up last week um, as a cash-down option. Um, but he's very similar price to Joseph Suoli. He's and I'd probably be going Suoli over him still just because it's a better side. Um, so, yeah. He's, he's still not the worst option if you want to go in. All right, Panthers taking on the Bulldogs. Three Panthers. Panther. Panthers yeah. 80 plus. Is that it? <laughs> Calm down. Uh, last game, the wrap-up, round 21. We've got Cronulla Sharks playing at home against the Manly Seagulls. The Sharks really looking to bounce back this week after that um pretty bad result against the Warriors and Manly looking to do really well to somehow make it into the top eight. So let's start off with Cronulla Callum. Any team changes coming into this week? Um, Teague Wilton will miss the match uh, with a knee injury. Um, so hopefully a speed recovery for Cousin Teague. Um, but Jesse Colhern um, is the person who takes his place. Dal Finucan returns from suspension. Um, that sees Cameron McInnes revert to the interchange. Connor Tracy is back in the starting side at centre. Um, and Braden Trindle is the new 5'8". So that means both Sifatalakai um, or Sivitalakai, sorry, goes to the bench and Matt Moylan is actually admitted out of the team. Uh, Wade Graham has also been rested this week, uh, but that's with a toe injury as well. All right, Nico Hines. So this is the story from last week. First try scorer of the game. The Sharks only got 12 and he got sent off right at the end of the game, I'm pretty sure. Still ended up with 61. <sighs> Do we see Nico Hines still being captain this week? I mean, that's pretty good scoring after all what happened last week against the Warriors. Callum? Um, Yeah, I'd still be looking at putting him as your captain, especially because the Sharks, let me just confirm this before I say it, are at points bet. Yeah, so they're at their home stadium. So I still think Nico is an option to have the captaincy on. If you don't want to go him, though, then I would be going Nathan Cleary or potentially maybe Isaiah Yo. If you wanted to go someone really different, well, not that different, but maybe David Fafita, but they're coming up against the Roosters and just don't know how they're going to go. Um, but, yeah, I'd still say Nico is a good captaincy option. All right. Uh, let's go Nikora, Nicholas. Surprisingly decent game for him um, in a huge loss, to be honest, because he usually relies on a lot of attack. Um, yeah, he's a guy, I guess, if you want to be a bit left field and purchase someone out of the, out of the pack in the edge position, he he could be someone to go for. Um, the Sharks have a decent run home. So, yeah, I think his confidence must be up now. He's, he's had three really good scores in a row. So, um I do like Tyson Frizzell, as I said earlier. Brenton Nakora is pretty good as well. Um, just choose who you like more. Mm. Jesse Ramey and Nick. Yes, my great recommendation to the Don. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> look, he, he's doing okay, I guess, for a centre at that price. Um, I think ideally you'd like to upgrade him if possible. Um, or I think Callum has said a couple of times previously, like, Try not to score him if you don't have to. It'll be, a, you know, you're starting two centers. So, yeah. Or upgrade him. 
I, I, I don't mind upgrading if you have trades up your sleeve. Callum Wade Graham. Um, I'm going to swap him out because Wade Graham um, isn't there anymore and I had him in there because I thought he was going to be starting edge, um, but he's being rested. So I'm going to swap him out for another bloke. Uh, before I do that, though, I forgot to mention as well, Sean Johnson's a good captaincy option. Yep. Um, so this bloke, Jesse Colhern, um, he is starting and to um, spell that last name, it's C-O-L-Q-U-H-O-U-N, Colhern, apparently. Um, 240K, break even of 20. He's got that starting edge spot. Um, recent scores of 14 from 13, 20 from 31. I believe he's a mid on the game and a mid only. Um, I, I wouldn't be buying him. I don't think he's like you, you could go him as a cash down option. I don't know how long Teague's going to be out for. And Wade Graham with that toe injury, they've just listed as rested. He could be back next week as well. I just don't know what his minutes are going to be moving forward. And at this point of the season, it might be a little bit too risky to bring him in. What do you think, Nick? I agree. He's got a break even of like 20. It's yeah. 20. So he's not, it's not like he's going to make a stack of cash unless he somehow busts out of 50. So. I think there's is no real point at this point of the season trying to get that uh, someone like him. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Manly. Uh, team changes, Callum. Matthew Lodge will come off the bench in his first game for Manly since joining the club on a train and trial contract from the Sydney Roosters. Um, Sean Kepi also joins the bench. Toe Sipley and Ethan Bullimore are the players who make way. Injured duo Ben Chavovic and Carl Lawton are still a few rounds off making their returns. D-C-E. Is he still even, an, you know, a good option to bring in this late into the comp cow? Yeah, I've been saying I don't really like him too much with, um, oh, what's old mate's name that plays? Schuster. Um, sorry. Um, Schuster. Yeah, look, I, I actually don't mind him. I know I've said that I don't really like him, but he's going to score all right. You can rely upon him. Um, each week, the probably lowest I see him scoring is a 40. I don't think he'd score lower than that. So, if you're wanting to pick up a half at a discounted price and a half that's been in the top three halves for the past, geez, five or six seasons, then Terry Evans is um, a good option, I think, still. Ruben Garrick, let's head over to you, Nick. Yeah, so I mentioned Ruben Garrick before as a he's got the duel now, center and wing fullback. Um, I'm just looking at their run home because that might decide, I think, if Ruben's a pickup or not. Obviously, Sharks away. Sharks do leak leak, leak some points, though, so that's not bad. They got the Dragons, which is probably good. They got the Roosters, which will be, you know, all right. Yeah. Uh, into Penrith, obviously, that'll be tough. Then they got Warriors away, and that might also be tough. Then Bulldogs-Tigers. So, all in all, I think Ruben Garrick, will be a solid option. He'll be a solid 40 plus score every week for you. If you want to pay six, seven, four for that, you can. Um, if you're desperately in need of a center or wing fullback who is consistent, you can go Ruben Garrick. Um, if you can afford it, I, I don't mind it. Uh, Hamole Olukawatu. Let's have over to you, Cal. Very, very cheap, 6-2-1-K. And with that run home that Nick said, he might benefit from it. Um, Break-even's at 47, though, so, you know, you don't have to rush to buy him. 
Um, but if you're wanting to bring in someone at a discounted price and edge that slightly cheaper than others, um, and if you're just wanting a pod player, I actually don't mind him as an option. Um, and if you've got a lot of money, he could be someone that could be a decent 18th man, especially if you want to run with more middle forwards on your bench and just have the likes of a, a Fafida, Bateman, or whoever you have in your edges um, combination, then you can just have Olakwadu there if one of them gets injured. Uh, let's wrap it up with Jake Trebojevic, Nicholas. Yeah, I, I don't like it. <laughs> um, I didn't think you would. <laughs> no, I think I did actually end up purchasing him like three years ago for some reason at the end of the year as a discount. I thought he was at a discount, but he wasn't because he's priced out what he scores. Obviously, Cameron Murray's a better option. We talked about that. Ruben, Ruben and Cotter's a way better option. We talked about that. So there's I heaps don't... of mids going around. I would argue Travojevic might be a better option than Cotter, especially if you want to pick up a mid this week because he'll play 80 and he'll probably score 50 or 45 to 50, maybe even like he got last week, 58. Sure. But <laughs> in saying that, though, I still want to be purchasing. <laughs> yeah, I'd try and stay away from Jake Travojevic. He's yeah. going to just disappoint you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cronulla taking on Manly. Wrap up round 21. I've got the Sharks here, boys. Nick, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Sharks with the bounce back, I think. Callum. Sharks by four points. Beauty. That is round 21. As mentioned earlier, we are getting to a really heated competition in fantasy. Uh, Some difficult decisions will need to be made for your team. So if you have any questions, reach out to us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast, and of course, on Instagram, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy. Now, last week, boys, I gave you a bit of homework. I gave us some homework on our predicted final eight for the competition. So um, we'll each individually go through our predicted eight. I'll go first because I don't know if mine is, you know, even close or whatever, but here we go. Number one, I think the Panthers are going to, Finish off at number one again. Uh, number two, Raiders. Number three, Warriors. Number four, Broncos. Number five, Melbourne Storm. Parramatta coming in at number six. And I reckon the Rabbitohs at seven and Cowboys at eight. So that's my predicted eight to wrap up the season. Let's head over to you, Callum. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I've got a slightly different top eight. I am going Panthers at number one. Um, I am then going Broncos. I then believe the Warriors will finish third. Storm will finish fourth. Raiders fifth. Rabbitohs sixth. Cowboys seventh. Eels eighth. So we have the exact same teams. Just yeah, so we've, we've, we've currently got the Sharks here in the eight at the moment dropping out and Cowboys coming in. Nick, your thoughts? So you both have the Sharks out of the eight, is that right? Correct. Yeah, well, that's the same with me. But I've got Sharks and Eels finishing on the same points. But Eels, I think, have a better for and against or will. Um, I'm going to go with a a bit of a different order, I think, to both of you. The order I want to go with is similar to Callum's, but I think I'm scarred from last year as a Broncos supporter. And a fan. I don't think they're going to finish second. No, that's fair. So this is this is what I'm going with. I'm going with 
Panthers are going to be first. Storm are going to be second. Rabbitohs are going to be up to third. Warriors are going to be fourth. Then Broncos are going to be fifth. Then Raiders sixth. Cowboys seventh. Eels eighth. So I've got the Sharks at eighth. Same points. Sharks and Sharks in ninth. Yeah. So I've got I've got Rabbits in third. Warriors fourth. Broncos fifth. Raiders sixth. They're all on the same points, but four against. So yeah, that's rabbits, warriors, broncos, raiders. It's a good comp. I can't remember the um the last time we were watching a NRL competition a year, and it hasn't been this close. You just don't know who's going to win, who's not going to, you know, make the eight. Um, interesting. All right, uh, we will come back to this obviously when the final eight have been decided and see who was the closest. Um, just bragging rights up for grabs, boys. I don't think we're gonna. Have anything else to win? Maybe a cheeky six-pack of beer. I was going to say carton, but right Carton. Oh, yeah, we can do a carton. <laughs> we can do a carton. Um, that is the episode done. We'll see you next week. Good luck to uh, each coach as we come into the last couple of games for the um, head-to-head comp. Nick, you didn't have any uh, jokes to wrap up this episode. Have you got any final thoughts or messages, though? Mate, I had no jokes this week because we are getting serious now. It's serious time. It's business end of the season. No time for joking around anymore, mate. So, yeah, that's my final thoughts for you. Thanks, everyone.